Hello, everybody. You're here for another edition of the Grapefruit Agenda with your host, me, P. Norman Grant. Why grapefruit? Because we're casting from the treasure coast of Florida, which has more grapefruits than treasure. And grapefruits are a little sweet and a little sour, like us. We're sweet on conservatism and sour on liberalism. Today's episode is titled, Who Hates Whom? Now, you know, I, as an English professor, like the title correctly grammatized. It's grammatized correctly. Because it couldn't be who hates who. It's not grammatically correct. And one of the things I hate is the new spelling courtesy of the AP Style Guide, which, of course, is changing our language and vocabulary. I mean, how do you spell canceled? With two L's or one L? Cancelled? Like when you go to the airport, you see cancelled or canceled? I hate that. Combated? How about combated with one T? Combated. They combated their enemy. Combated? So I hate the left wing for taking over my language, but there are other more hateful things out there, like, like seeing stop hate in football stadiums. Who hates whom? You see football every week. I do. I see some football every week. So in the NFL, the professional leagues, you see stop hate all over the stadiums. So it may be part of the, uh, the ESG the environmental, social, and governmental organizations that agree to be woke. It's part of the wokeness. The NFL is part of the wokeness. Like this Disneyland, Disneyland has become dizzy because they're part of the ESG, the woke government, corporate inclusiveness, and wokeness. So who hates whom? Well, the football stadiums have who hates who. They have who hates whom. They have... It takes us all. It says, choose love, hate, stop hate, end racism, stop hate. And we're wondering, who's, who's the racist here? Is this the systemic racism that we hear about? When you pay $2,500 to go to the 50-yard line and you see a big sign that says, stop hate, you wonder, who's hating? Who's hating whom? Then you see, choose love. Choose love on the, on the helmets of some of the guys. Uh, this, they must have had a choice, either to choose hate or it takes all of us or I don't hate nobody. Or like the old football player back in the EXL. The Trump owned the, the league, the professional league. And on the back, they were allowed to have sayings, any kind of sayings of support or derision or whatever. And one guy had in the back, big blind man, on the back of his jersey, he had the words, he hate me, to to further psych him up so he could smash the next guy he sees to death. He hate me. But when I say choose love, uh, what, what would be the opposite? Choose hate? Let's assume that someone hates out there. When the helmet says choose love, I've, I have a choice. I have a choice as a, a person watching on TV or in the stands. I have a choice, a choice of choosing hate. I mean, this guy chose hate to put on the back of his jersey. Of course, he didn't make it to the NFL. But choose love is on there. As opposed to some people, it's assumed that some people in the stands paying $1,500 for a seat in the 50-yard line would choose hate. Because obviously the systemic hatefulness out there is what draws people to the ballparks. How about this? It, It takes all of us. It? What is it? It takes all of us. That's in the football stadiums. I saw it on college players. I saw it college players in the NCAA basketball tournament. Stop hate. Black Lives Matter on patches. On, on the basketball jerseys. On the jerseys. So we're trying to figure out if if the NFL hates anybody. Or is it just people hate the NFL? That could be. But there's a lot of hate out there. But I think it's a lot of fake hate. I think it's a lot of fake hate. As opposed to what happened this past weekend in Israel, which is the real hate. The NFL's conjuring up some kind of fake hate 
as part of that government wokeness, the ESG, where all the corporates agree, they conspire to have the value shaming of America. So yeah, then they have a scorecard. They have a scorecard of being woke. How woke are you? Do you have stop hate in your your Ford plant? It takes all of us in the GE, the GE commercials. Does it have, it takes all of us? You have to have ESG in your corporate pocketbook. So the NFL, the NFL comes up and condemns all hate. It condemns all, as soon as the, the, the announcement of the, the, the raid in uh, Gaza, the attack, the Pearl Harbor, they came out with a condemnation of all hate. That was pretty hard to do. I hate, I hate stabs in the heart. I hate vomit. I hate bad hamburgers. I hate a lot of stuff. So only 11 of the teams mentioned the word terrorist or terrorism. So this is part of the conflict that's going out in the streets now. You have uninformed and intellectually retarded people coming from vast empires of the education industry going out into the streets and saying that Hamas and the Gazans and the PLO were the victims, not the perpetrators of death. They're the resistance, the resistance to the oppression of Israel and the Zionism. Now, who's teaching them these kinds of vocabulary? Not just how to put one L in canceled. So we see the Wall Street Journal got an article by, what is his name? Hmm, can't see. Freeman. So Freeman's writing in the Wall Street Journal about how Harvard should not be a purveyor of the values or the education or the information of our students. You're paying all that money? You're doing all that, well, he says, racial quotas. Let me read from his words. Observing unhinged campus reactions to Saturday's murderous barbarity, some commenters on social media have been recalling William F. Buckley Jr.'s opinion that he would rather be governed by the first series of names in a telephone directory than by the faculty of Harvard. Certainly one must be extremely wary of counseling to be governed by Harvard students, those are the people who are accepting this information as Israel is the bad guy. And Hamas is just a bunch of people who are in an open-air jail. Gaza, the open-air jail. So on Tuesday afternoon, the journal published a disturbing report from Harvard. The students came up with solidarity groups. University's Palestine Solidarity Groups, a collection of some 30 student groups, issued a statement exculping, making excuses for the terrorists, for their acts of murder, rape, kidnapping, and mayhem. We, the undersigned student organizations, it began, hold the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all unfolding violence. The signatories, groups such as the Harvard Islamic Society and Harvard Law School Justice for Palestine, made clear that they stand shoulder to shoulder, literally, with this resistance, fashionable doublespeak for those feverishly working to wipe out Jews off the face of the earth. Harvard isn't alone. Some 50 student organizations at the University of California, Berkeley, my alma mater, declared their unwavering support for the, resist the resistance in Gaza. So we can see that most Jews, Jewish students have harbored mixed feelings toward pro-Palestinian groups on their campuses. They have mixed feelings no more, I would think, because they're directly in contention, directly in contention. So who's hating who and who's educating whom? Who's educating whom? Well, over in Stanford, we talk about Cal Berkeley, the, the Palestinian, the PLO uh, protesters are out there all the time, constantly. I was out there a couple of years ago. First thing I see in my old, not an Ivy League, we got Pine, Pine and Pine Barrens out there. We see at Sathergate, who's out there? The PLO. This is 20 years ago. 
15 years, 15 and five. I went down three times, always a PLO, right there at Sathergate. So Victor Davis Hanson, a couple miles down the road at Stanford, he won't take the resistance. He will resist the resistance. Stanford professors, here's one he made mention of, Victor Davis Hanson, great, great, great writer. Stanford professor forces Jewish students to stand in the corner, calls them out. Who are the Jewish students here? Stands in the corner and calls them colonizers. So this is part of the ESG2, the Environmental Social Government, Stanford University. And they have to be holding hands. Stanford, Berkeley, and Harvard, and probably Princeton. We'll look up Princeton's reaction to it. They have the Palestinian people out there interrupting the football games. They probably will make demonstrations right in the middle of the 50-yard line. This is what their act is. Stanford, Berkeley, Cal, Princeton. These are the instructors. These are the people that some would hate for turning our students against us. Victor Davis Hanson says, more than 20 Harvard University identity politics groups pledged their support to the Hamas murderers, to the utter silence for days of Harvard President Claudine Gay. She didn't know what to say, Claudine Gay. Americans do higher education practice racist admission policies. There's long promoted racially segregated dorms and graduations, and de facto, it has destroyed the First Amendment. But the overt support for Hamas killers by the diversity, equity, and inclusion crowd on a lot of campuses exposes to Americans the real moral and intellectual rot in higher education. And we hate, this is Ms. P. Norman Grant now, we hate intellectual rot. Democratic Socialist members of the new woke Democratic Party openly expressed ecstatic support for Hamas blood work. Blood work, Victor Davis Hansen says, the blood work. Not that that's funny, but interesting twist of vocabulary. The Hamas's blood work. Their biggest fears were not dead fellow Americans or hostages or some 1,000 butchered Jewish civilians. Instead, they were fearful that righteous Israeli retaliation might destroy the Hamas death machine. Grapefruiters, this is the hate. The hate that they would, they would say, don't go in there and have revenge. In fact, Biden said it. Stand down. Blinken says, don't move forward. Just stand your ground. And no re re retaliation. No retaliation, please. Peace, man. Peace. As someone has just come along the sidewalk and stolen your lunch and your girlfriend and your money. And they said, no, don't retaliate. It's just going to cause more, more conflict. It'll cause more conflict. Hold your ground. But all the overt support for Hamas killers by the diversity and inclusion crowd on a lot of campuses is the intellectual rut. The biggest fears were not to retaliate. Don't retaliate. Palestinians for years fooled naive people in Europe and the Obama and Biden administration into sending billions of dollars into Gaza. Right now, that's $6 billion hanging in the air. And is there a question whether we should freeze it or not? Blinken and others says, no, it's, it's not being used for military use. But if you had $6 million, billion dollars in the bank, would you spend the money that was already in your pocket more likely? You'd more likely spend that money in your pocket knowing you have six bill in the bank. So it has some, it has some, it has some effect. It has some effect on what, you, what your plans on. You're going to spend the six billion later. So these monies were channeled to tunnel, interesting, into Israel to obtain a huge rocket arsenal and to craft plans to wipe out Jews. The Biden administration has blood on its hands. This is Victor Davis Hanson. We cannot argue with him. Can't argue with him. So he says that Blinken shamefully tweeted that Israel should settle for an immediate ceasefire. This is the insanity. This is the hate. The, the hate, I hate this 
this tragic tactic, the tactic of peace, man. It's not time for peace, man. So Victor Davis Hansen goes on, no wonder he soon withdrew his unhinged posting. That idiocy would be fine, the moral equivalent of an American ally in December 41, urging the U.S. to seek negotiations with Imperial Japan after its surprise bombing of Pearl Harbor to avoid, quote, a cycle of violence. Hansen goes on, our leaders must accept that in the three years of the Biden administration, serial American appeasement abroad, disunity at home, and social chaos have encouraged an entire host of enemies, China, Russia, Iran, North Korea, Middle East liberal regimes, and former friends like Turkey and Qatar. And our enemies dream of doing to us what we have just seen in Israel. That's the scary part, grapefruiters. Could be a warm-up. It could be a warm-up. So we should be hating the hate? Yeah. The Bible says don't hate. Um, maybe we're past that. We're looking at hateful speech, hateful speech and hateful acts that are all over the place that some called and some don't get called. Depends on your demographic. But the New York Times called Hamas terrorists at first, and then they saw the light. They saw the liberal light and then wrote in the paper that they were not terrorists, they were gunmen. They were the gunmen invaded. What about the ones with the machetes and the knives cutting people up? That's another thing, grapefruit, is we don't have the true picture of babies' heads being cut off. I mean, there are exaggerations all the time when the hate of war exaggerates and puts a cloud in front of us, the cloud of war. Sometimes we exaggerate for purpose. So they change it back to terrorist after people call the New York Times to task. So who is covering the hate all over? The hate, like the hate in France, where I was just reading this this morning. Two teachers were knifed in northern France one killed right in front of a school that they were teaching. Two brothers yelled, Allahu Akbar. This is the, the comeback. This is the rebuttal. This is the revenge from the side of the Muslims. Allahu Akbar. There are people going around knifing people. And Macron warned not to bring war to France. And we're worried about hate speech in this country. Like they called hate speech when, when Trump said something about um, the stolen election. They would call it hate speech. They took him off Facebook. They took him off Twitter. Because they had hate speech. So liberal, liberal journalists and uh, media, they know what hate speech is? Who hates whom? I hate the people who think that hate speech is what they define as hate speech. So when the NFL doesn't condone, doesn't say terrorists, and when the media, when the media piles on, we wonder what hate speech is. What is a hate speech? What's a hate act? How about a criminal, an act of hate in New York City, a, a guy was walking back from a, a, a wedding. It was on Martin Luther King Boulevard before 4 a.m. This guy was an activist, an activist uh, on the left. In fact, he was, he was a specialist in specialist in how to treat human waste, as a matter of fact, but a, apparently a good-hearted man. He was there with a suit and jacket on, and a young black man comes by and says, well, what are you looking at? Unfortunately, the big man, the big activist, was stabbed right in the throat. And while he was down, this man kicked him on the chest, right in front of the girlfriend. He turns around to the girlfriend, if you think there's no hate here, turned around to the girlfriend, spit in her face. Now, the police, when they finally got this guy, saw him in the car, and he was crying. The poor guy was crying. And as of yet, I just checked this morning, this is not a hate crime. Not a hate crime. So we wonder what the hate crimes are, the hate speech is, and what is hate. Who hates whom? Well, it's exaggerated. You have to trust your media people. Who hates whom? But there's a lot of fake hate, but we just saw the real hate. When you equivocate, 
the hate of hate speech with the actual hate that's out there in this world. You need to tell the difference. If you can't tell the difference and you're an exaggerator and trying to fake, make up a, a moral equivalence, you're just barking up a wrong tree. But so I've listened enough, enough with the hate. Enough with the hate. How about some love? The love is, I just have my first book in the century published, Tales from Young Patriots, available online at Amazon Kindle, Barnes & Noble, 12 short stories, Tales of Young Patriots, all about love. Later with the hate. Because we know who hates whom. So love the book. Love the Grapefruit Agenda. This is P. Norman Grant. We'll see you the next time. Remember, squeeze in a Grapefruit Agenda whenever you can. <laughs>